0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to today's program. I'm very excited. It's been a while since I've done a book review on my program. And over the weekend, I listened to a phenomenal audiobook about knowing your numbers and how to build a successful, profitable business and personal wealth. So the title of this book that I'm going to be talking about today is Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits. Four Keys to Unlocking Your Business Potential by Greg Crabtree. And so this book, guys, is really, really good. And so what I want to do for today's podcast episode is allow the author, Greg Crabtree, to share a very uh, abbreviated summary of the book. And then after that, I'm going to share my key takeaways from this book. It's one of those books, and I have an Audible subscription, so I have a ton of audio books. And when I go on these long road trips, I speed them up on 1.5 speed and I just like binge watch, you know, listen to audiobooks. And this is one of those books that it's like, wow, I think I obtained like or retained like 10% of everything Greg said. He is just like, uh, it's like drinking from a fire hose as he's sharing um, just business tips of making sure our businesses are successful. We're building personal wealth. It is so, so good. And uh, I, I like how he's able to take kind of complex matters and explain it. Very straightforward, very simply. So without further ado, I'm going to have Greg share the summary of what this book's about. And then I'm going to share my takeaways uh, from this phenomenal book, Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits by Greg Crabtree. So if you can, Mr. Producer, go ahead and take it away with the um, real quick summary.
2: Number one, get owner compensation right and stop playing games with distributions. This concept affects everything in your business, so that's why I list it first. Number two, the new break-even is 10% pre-tax profit. If you allow your business to drop below 10% profitability, you're waiting too long to make the necessary changes to keep it healthy. Number three, labor efficiency is the key to profitability. Nothing happens in business without human effort. It's not about how many people you have, if they are highly paid, or if they're lower-wage, entry-level employees. It's about how much productivity, gross profit, you get for every dollar of labor. Number four, the four forces of cash flow. Paying your taxes, repaying debt, reaching your core capital target, and taking profit distributions are the physics of business. You can defy them temporarily, but they will eventually win. Number five, pay your taxes, or set aside the cash to pay them as you go. Don't let the IRS be your lender. Number six, build a team culture around labor productivity. Communicate your expectations to your team and hold them accountable. Do not expect to use incentive pay as a substitute for leadership and management. Number seven, if you are undercapitalized, look for the capital source that fits you and your business model. The foundational concepts I've laid out to build your business will also help you and your investors play nicely with each other. Number eight, establish an effective reporting system and stick to it. Looking at too much data too often can be just as bad as looking at no data at all. Number nine, understand the economic value of your business so you have a baseline for equity decisions. Number ten, spend 75% of your time looking ahead at what you plan to make happen and 25% of your time reviewing actual performance. Keep your forecasts simple so they do not become a burden to update. These concepts will help you become a world-class entrepreneur.
0: All right, so that's a brief summary of what this book's all about. So what I wanna do now on today's show is share my key takeaways from Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, and Big Profits. And I've been on a binge, guys. I think I've listened to four audiobooks in the past month, and I've gotten really good uh, books. Uh, uh, This one was by Greg Crabtree. I listened to um, a couple by... Daniel uh, Lappin and um, I might do reviews on those in the coming days as well. But let's get into it. Lots to talk about here. And the first key takeaway I have from this book is how important it is that we compensate ourselves as the owner of the business. And so, this—if you don't do this and you just kind of pull money willy-nilly, whenever your financial, um. Analysis will be off because owners' pay needs to be steady and consistent and realistic. And so, uh, Gray kind of exposed, you know, the companies where you underpay yourself and you only pay yourself like thirty thousand dollars or whatnot. When really, what we need to be doing as the owner of the business is finding out what's a fair, you know, market wage for us if we're if we're going to be the CEO of the business or whatnot. Is that fifty thousand, sixty thousand? The the number doesn't really matter, but the the fact of the matter that does matter is that it's not over exaggerated, it's not under exaggerated, it's fair, and that we actually pay ourselves that number. Now, here's what's going to happen. This is just my understanding of our industry in lawn care and landscaping. A lot of guys don't do this. Let's say you want to pay yourself sixty grand. Uh, you're in a n- newer business, so you want to pay yourself sixty grand. That's five grand a month, I think, right, Mister Is <laughs> my math good here? Five times twelve, sixty. Good. So then, let's say you do that on the first of every month. Well, now your books are calculating what you're paying yourself as the owner. So when you go to read the data, it's going to be more accurate. And the reason why a lot of companies don't do this is because their business, as Greg would share like an example, he grew up on a farm. So he's shared the example of a sick cow, how this, the cow is just sick and it's not doing well. That's how a lot of businesses are, except you don't recognize it quick enough because you're not paying yourself as the owner. So if you can't pay yourself a fair market wage as the owner, it doesn't have to be five grand a month. It could be you know more than that. But if your business can't sustain to pay you that, to pay all the other expenses and to be hitting you know, a good profit margin north of 10%, then your business is sick. And Greg comes right out of the gate. I mean, he smacks you upside the head in the first chapter with how important it is for owner's compensation. And so as I look back on my business, this was not what I did year one. And I completely, completely regret it. Because if I would have tried to do this sooner in my business journey, then I would have seen those flashing red signals and and warning signs sooner to realize that something was off in my business, which that was a lot of things, but it, I would have been able to course correct sooner and charge more. Uh, that would have solved my problems as having higher prices and more efficiencies and really understanding my true numbers faster. But because I failed in my first year in the, those beginning stages of business of not doing a consistent owner's compensation and have that um, making the books clean, it cost me a lot. And so uh, Greg said it a lot more elegantly than that, but the point is, the fact of the matter is, if we own a business, we need to, and we we need to pay ourselves compensation, and that's going to do many things. It's going to make sure our books are accurate. It's going to make sure we get paid, and it's going to pretty quickly. You know, show us how our business is truly performing. And so, again, guys, this is my best uh, summary. You know, if you listen to chapter one and Greg explain it, he, it's way more smoother. <laughs> but uh, I hope I made the point that Greg tried to make that it is crucial that we pay ourselves owners' compensation. Number two key takeaway. And again, I'm just, I'm just briefly touching on these It's an excellent book, probably about four hours and a half. I'm thinking I should actually probably look that up real quick. Um, I started it on a Sunday morning and um, I went, I I don't know, I have to restart it to look because it says I have 36 seconds left because I've already listened to the whole thing. But nevertheless, I started on a Sunday morning. I went on a long walk. I just kind of was doing laps and I probably listened to it for like two hours and I kind of went about my day. I actually work on Sundays. Uh, I take Saturday as my day off. So Sundays I, I worked all day. And then, um, I think I hit the pool, you know, late afternoon and uh, <laughs> I find a way to get to the pool one way or the other, Mr. Producer. But, um, you know, then I listened to the rest of it while I was out at the pool and I listened to it on a uh, 1.5 speed and audible so that, you know, it wasn't actually like four, four and a half hours of real time. You know, I, I read it, you know, probably in like two hours and forty-five minutes because I had it sped up or whatnot. Number two is the break-even. We've been preaching this on the show for a long, long time that we need to uh, find our break-even point. And what Greg was trying to explain is you really need to find the break-even at ten percent profit margin because if we find what our break-even is at just the regular number, we we have to. Uh, outperform that if we're going to have any lasting success in the business. And so because I know our audience pretty well, most folks listening, if I ask them, you know, to give me their break even analysis, they don't even know that. And so um, for starters, we really need to know what does it cost for us to break even in our business um, with all of our expenses? And The best way that you can do this, well, you you can, uh, we have a know your numbers e-training program that's going to teach you how to do this um, at at the resource center, greenishreepodcast.com. We have my friend, John Pajak will actually go through your numbers for four hours and show you how to do this. But it's important to take a look at all the expenses of running your business. And then what is that number? and and you can look at it for the year. You can look at it for the month. You can break it down to the week. You can break it down to the day. You can break it down to the hour. And John will show you, man, you need to earn $57 per hour, or you need to earn $84 per hour, You know, depending on how many man hours you have in the year and what your expenses are. And again, it all goes back to what I've been preaching for so long about making sure that we keep accurate financial records Uh, And and Greg goes into quite a bit of depth in the book about uh, ways to set up your business, way to structure your business, the pros and cons of of various um, setups. But at the end of the day, you want to keep really accurate numbers and finances so that you can uh, track your break even so you know what you're shooting for. I, I need to make this per hour. I need to make this per day. You know, I need to make this per month. I have right here uh, Mr. Producer, <laughs> my my monthly goals. I, I I I there's a a number that I have for this specific month. We're recording this in all, of August of 2022. I know exactly how many thousands of dollars of sales my business needs to make this month to stay on point. Now, another thing, Greg emphasizes throughout the entire book. Pretty much, it seemed like in every chapter I was listening to, he kept mentioning that revenue is for show. And profit is for dough, meaning he doesn't care if you do 5 million or 50 million. And he gives examples of actual businesses that do tens of millions of dollars compared to a business. I know, again, I don't have the um, exact numbers memorized, but a a business that did a smaller amount, like 10% of that revenue. So maybe then forgive me, Greg, if you're listening and I'm messing these numbers up, but I think he compared like a $2 million business to a $20 million business. And then he broke down what the actual profits were. And the smaller business was neck and neck with the bigger business. And so and Greg just exposes all day long that, you know, big revenue, it doesn't necessarily equate to big profits. And so you can be doing all this extra work to build this big thing. But if the um, foundation of, of, of building it to profitability isn't there, then you can really Make a mess of it. So coming up, I'm going to share some Bill Belichick secrets that Craig shares of how we can get the most out of our labor, Uh, just like uh, in the glory days of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick got the most out of his players. So we'll talk about that taxes understanding, um, income reports and, uh, forecasting and, and so much more. This book is so good guys. Um, so I'm going to do my best to, to, to share, uh, some of the other key points that I have as takeaways from this book, but we're going to take a quick moment in here, a word from today's show sponsors and coming up, I will continue with my takeaways from simple numbers, straight talk, big profits by Greg Crabtree. I'll be right back.
1: Hey, you, yeah, you, start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com ever wish you could monitor your vehicles drivers and equipment in live time to improve routes enhance job site planning and save your business money well with gps track it your wish is our command When you integrate GPS TrackIt with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind, lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track. Law Entrepreneur Academy Live is back and better than ever. LAL 22 Live. Saturday, November 12th in Novi, Michigan. Join 400 fellow entrepreneurs and learn from some of the best in the industry at this powerful conference that will help you grow your business. Speakers include James Mansky, Mike Andes, Paver Pete, Troy Clogg, Nick Carlson, and Mark Bradley of LMN, just to name a few. Get your ticket now for the early bird price of $197. The price goes up the end of September. Your ticket covers access to the conference, lunch on Saturday, and free admission to the Friday night go-kart races. It's going to be so much fun. We'll see you in Novi, Michigan, Saturday, November 12th. LAL 22 Live. Sponsored by Xmark Ballard Products. SureTrack, Kelly and Sons Trailers, and Yardbook. Grab your ticket now at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com.
0: All righty, so continuing my takeaways from Greg Crabtree's book about knowing your numbers, it's called Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits. And I came from a background of being an employee. And so I know some of my um, peers in this industry they may, you know, have grown up in a family where, you know, mom and dad were entrepreneurs and and they grew up understanding profitability in in business and things of that nature. And I did not, I, I grew up working as a golf caddy and the way money worked in my brain was if I carried two bags on my shoulder, theoretically I'd make at least $60 base pay plus tips, maybe $80 and, you know, then I worked my various other jobs always as employees. So whether I worked at the, the mall, sh- shout out to Belden Village in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I worked at, in an accounting firm for a year in restaurants, and restaurants and I was an employee. And so my conditioning and, and upbringing and, and mindset was if I put in X amount of hours of work, you know, I'll earn Approximately this amount of money, whatever my wage was per hour, and in some cases, you know, with golf catting and stuff, you could get a little bit more for good performance with tips. And same thing when I worked at Carabas, you know, you it was kind of commission based, but I, still, I knew if I show up for a shift on a Friday night, I'm going to be leaving with money in my pocket. You know, hopefully it was a you know hundred and more dollars, but you know, some nights I work at the restaurant I only make eighty bucks, so. I was at a huge disadvantage when I started a business because I didn't realize my sweat and my hard work didn't mean I was going to actually make money. And because my accounting and uh, structuring of all the financials of my business was so sloppy, I didn't recognize until I was pretty far down the road of how off things were really in my business. And so As the host of this podcast, I try to intercept as many, especially younger guys, not necessarily age, but younger entrepreneurs to really figure out your numbers as quickly as possible because it really does make a big difference. And uh, Greg did such an excellent job in this book of explaining the things that are going to really move the needle with making your profits grow. And so I've already talked about owner's compensation and how important it is that you figure out a fair wage to pay yourself as the owner and stick to that um, for the sake of your, you know, bills being paid, and also for the sake of understanding the true condition and health of your business. We've already talked about how Greg mentioned the break-even uh, and understanding your break-even point, and and that the real break-even is actually breaking even with ten percent profit. And he elaborates on what all that means. And my next takeaway from his book was about how he talked about having labor efficiency and labor productivity and how much that affects the bottom line. Now, Greg used a football example. Mr. Producer, you'll appreciate this. And he talked about the New England Patriots. And so um, I know a lot of y'all follow football, but for those who don't in the NFL, they have what's called a salary cap. So essentially, I think there's 32 teams. They all are kind of capped at what they can spend on their players. Whereas like in baseball, you know, the New York Yankees, they might have a bigger budget than the Cleveland Indians. And so they can go and buy the better players. And And it's not necessarily fair. That's why, you know, the Yankees are usually pretty good. And the Montreal Expos, they even have Montreal Expos. <laughs> the Milwaukee Brewers. Well, anyway, other teams are, you know, historically not as well who have smaller Budgets. So the NFL, it's, it's so, it's, you know, more fair because everyone's capped at what you can spend. So theoretically, the teams should be about average. Well, the truth is, there was about a 15 or so year period where the New England Patriots won a disproportional amount of Super Bowls. And even the years they didn't win the Super Bowl, they were right, you know, right there in contention. You know, old Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning when the Peyton Manning was on the Indianapolis Colts. Brady's on, you know, the Patriots had all those great football battles. So Greg Crabtree talks about why was that? Why, if the the, the Patriots had to, you know, spent the same amount of money as all the other teams, why were they winning so much more? And the solution is that they got the most out of their players and and he shared examples of how you know they would use a player and he actually named names and gave real contract numbers they'd use a safety for example for four or five years he's you know pro bowl safety one of the best safeties in the league and then they just cut him and then they hire you know some kid fresh out of college and they train him up And they're paying him a little bit of money, you know, kind of like the league minimum, but they're getting the most out of him. He might not have been as good as the other safety, but since they were paying him so little and he was overperforming, they were beating everybody. And so he explains the situation even better than that. I know I'm going to probably get an email from a New England Patriots fan and say, that's not true. It's just because of Tom Brady. Okay, okay, stop. (laughs) The point of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, in our businesses, what production Are we getting out of our team? Are they working, you know, to their full potential to really increase our revenue and ultimately our profit in our business, or are things clunky? Are things slow? Are things inefficient? It was excellent. I think he actually did uh, maybe two chapters on this about labor efficiency, labor productivity. And uh, it influences profit tremendously, and so uh, those chapters were really, really good, and really got me thinking. As I'm building teams, how do I get you know more productivity? And uh, it was really convicting, to say the least. So next up, and this—I mean, all of these are important. This book is—I like, was getting mad as I was listening to it because I was like why wasn't, didn't I have, you know, the, this information in 2011, when I started my business journey, I'd be so far, you know, more, um, closer to building wealth and, and a successful business. If I would have implemented all of this, you know, in 2011, instead of 2022, you know what I mean? But nevertheless, all these points that he makes throughout the book, it's so straightforward and it's so practical In our business, and so one of the other chapters that we've talked about on this program many of times is the importance of paying your taxes. Now, this chapter was obviously complex because the you know um, strategies of do you pay your taxes quarterly or do you pay them you know in one lump sum based on all these different variables. Greg goes over any any and he outlines when and how to do certain things. But the uh, macro look at it is that you want to make sure you are setting money aside and paying your taxes. And so if I could go back and talk to the year one lawn care business owner, Paul Jameson in 2011, I could sit down with him, you know, myself back then and have a cup of coffee. I think the two most important things I would have told myself, probably the three most important things I would have said, listen you have to set up a separate checking account. And no matter what, you know, every piece of revenue that comes in your business, pull money aside and make sure you, you know, pay your taxes on time, understand all this tax stuff and take it serious. Because when I started my business, guys, I was just used to working as an employee. And again, I put my 40 hours a week in or whatnot. And whoever I was working for, they set aside the taxes. They sent the money off to the state and to the IRS and to all the, you know, FICA, SUCA, workers comp, all that stuff. They took care of all that. All I did is show up and do my job. Well, now you own a business. We're responsible to file our taxes, to pay our taxes, and then ultimately to, you know, be charging the right price for the job so that we have the money to set aside for taxes that we have the money to pay ourselves and owner's pay, you know, that's adequate for us to live our lifestyle and to have all the other, you know, operational expenses taken care of. And then as Greg emphasizes from, you know, page one to page whatever in this book to have profit in our business. And so anyway, if I can go back and talk to myself year one, I would say, you know, I would explain to myself how important it is to understand and, and get a system in place where I'm steadily regularly. It's routine. It's part of the rhythm of running my business of setting money aside for taxes. And so thankfully now I have a phenomenal, account, you know, um, um, uh, structure of, of, um, Megan and Joey from, uh, the, the landscaping bookkeepers and, and Sheila, my tax planner. And, and I got a really good system and I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, aggressive with, you know, always making sure I'm pulling money aside putting it in a separate savings account for taxes and paying those accordingly. Quick plug for Megan and Joey. If you guys need help with making sure you understand your numbers and taxes and all that, uh, reach out to my personal bookkeepers. Their name of the business used to be golf Coast bookkeeping. Now they're the landscaping bookkeeper. They can make sure you understand this type of stuff in your business. Um, their link is in today's show notes. The next thing I want to emphasize and I'm, passing the tax conversation, you know, to move on, but it's super important. So I, you know, I could do a whole week's worth of episodes on how important this is. And guys who have been in this industry like myself for more than 10 years, you know, we all have, you know, figured this out with, you know, bumps and bruises and, and, you know, nobody that I know of, you know, just, oh yeah, you know, first month. Oh, of course, you know, I'm going to, uh, set aside this for taxes. I'm going to pay myself this. I'm going to have all my overhead covered, and I'm going to have I'm going to have so much profit left over. I don't know what I'm going to do with all of it. That's not the story, okay? Hopefully, that's the story. You know, as you progress in the business, and you, as Greg teaches in the book, you build a massive amount of wealth. That's why we're in business. It's it's to serve people and to make money and and, and to to build wealth. I'm all about that. But point is understanding, uh, taxes is, is, is so much more important than I'm making it just, you know, giving a little three or four minute, uh, flyby of it. I just want to make sure that you understand how important it is. And and Greg definitely goes into a lot more detail in his book than I'm making, um, right now. Next, I want to move on to having a good reporting system. And so understanding, and this actually was in the book I listened to before, I listened to this audiobook. I was listening to two audiobooks by Daniel Lappin. Um, one was called Thou Shall Prosper, and the other one was called uh, Business Secrets from the Bible. And in both of those books, uh, Daniel Lappin was mentioning how important it is to understand how to read financial reports. And so I was you know, hearing that, and I'm trying to get better and better at that. And so anyway... Greg Crabtree saying the same thing. You need to have a good reporting system where you know what financial numbers to look at that tell the story of your business. And he explains if you have too much information, it's kind of like that paralysis analysis where you just kind of get deer in the headlights and you get frozen with so much numbers that it's just like, oh, it's too much. Yet some folks, they just don't even understand any of it. And and that's not a good way to operate our business. And so it's figuring out what you need to look at. And Greg explains the, the various different reports and key numbers and, and how often to look at it, what you should be looking at daily, weekly, monthly, and he breaks it all down. And so I know I've given a lot of shout outs to my personal bookkeepers, but they've taught me over the last few years of how to understand the profit and loss statement. And we've kind of tweaked it of what I want to see on my profit and loss statement, what line items, what categories, what titles. So when I look at it, and then we compare it to, you know, how I did in previous quarters, previous years, I, I feel like I understand the PL, the profit and loss statement, better and better. And the same with the statement of cash flows and the balance sheet. And again, guys, I'm talking years of looking at these reports every single month with, you know, my personal bookkeepers, Megan and Joey explaining to me, hey, here's what this means. Here's this, that, and the other. And the more you understand it, then the quicker the sirens start to go off when something is in a wrong ratio or something is off a little bit, you begin to decipher that quicker. You know, I have a scale in my bathroom and the way you measure your weight is with the scale. Now, my trainer, Coach T, says to measure your weight or you know step on the scale every Monday morning. She's like, Paul, that's your true weight. Monday morning, you do that 52 times a year and you write down what you weigh on Monday morning, you're gonna, you're gonna see the the trends, the pattern, the the true weight. Now other, you know, college athletes or pro athletes, they're gonna probably weigh in every morning before training or whatnot. And I understand all that. But the point is you measure. You 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 measure you Can see how you're doing. Well, in business, our scorecard is these financial reports. It's it's um, understanding what they are saying about our business, and the revenue is Greg, you know, just hammers out throughout his book. It's for show. The profit is for dough. Meaning, it does your your revenue could be huge, but your profits could be small. And so, I don't think he's against big revenue and. I'm not saying, that, you know, don't go shooting for big revenue, but we need to get make sure we get things as profitable as possible in the humble, small beginnings. So if we do grow and Greg talks a lot throughout this book about growing strategies for growing legal stuff for growing, I mean, he he talks a lot about expansion and growth. And it goes back to having clean financial uh, records that we are keeping in our business, everything orderly that you are not going to the grocery store and using your business checking account to buy groceries or to buy some personal items. And I've preached this so hard for you know a long time on this podcast to make sure your business, everything that flows in and out of your business is done through your business checking accounts and savings accounts. And then you can do your owner's pay, take that payment to run your household stuff. But When you have all of those numbers clean, pure, and accurate, and you're paying yourself as the owner the appropriate amount of money the right way, then the reports will have real um, helpful information to analyze how our business is doing. And then we can look at the story that those numbers are telling and make the appropriate adjustments in our business so that ultimately we can boost those profits. Or as Greg teaches, get big, big profits. That's the name of the game. And so the last key point I want to share of this, because I see I'm getting a little long-winded here, uh, Mr. Producer, uh, giving me the non-verbals, but um, is to look ahead. And so I think Greg's ratio is 25% where we're analyzing the past and, and, and the present of what we're doing, but to always be forecasting, to always be having a plan, to always be moving forward. With the strategies to increase our profits and, and to go out and execute those strategies and to, to execute those game plans to play offense, so to speak. And so, um, I highly recommend this book, guys. I have been on a roll. The last four audiobooks I've listened to have been so good, and I'm going to try to do, um, you know, more and more of these b- book reviews. And when I say book reviews, who are we kidding? I listen to audiobooks. Okay. So I'm not sitting there with my pen, my highlighter and pen and, you know, on the back porch reading a book. Um, although Daniel Lappin teaches that you should do that, you know, for 30 minutes a day and read it out loud. There's something powerful about hearing your own voice and, and getting good at reading. But I just love audiobooks for the same reason you're listening to this podcast. Now you can listen on the go, whether I'm on a walk, I'm working, I'm on the treadmill, you're, wherever, you know, driving down the road, we can be learning this information. And so uh this is a audio book that I highly recommend getting. It's called Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits by Greg Crabtree. And, you know, hashtag not sponsored. I've never even met Greg. I, I do have his email, so I will reach out to him and see if we can bring him on the program and let him elaborate on this. And this is his wheelhouse. He, he you know, he's, certified in all these areas. He knows what he's talking about. And, and you know, as you listen to the audiobook, he unpacks these principles and he makes it so simplified. I know these um, ratios and all the financials can be complex and he does, he has a good way of making it simple so that you know literally you guys that are out there that are 14 15 years old that are you know got your little business up and running you should be able to understand the the main points he's making and you know get your business with a really good foundation so i um will leave it at that and uh, hopefully that's enough to to encourage you to go out there and check out his audiobook while you're doing that uh, you know, or after you listen to Greg's book, I would, I would recommend definitely everybody listening to this book, at least once in your life. And what I'm going to probably have to do is go back and listen to it, you know, two, three, four times. Cause some of the stuff was just, um, it, it wasn't like my business was ready to um apply what he was talking about. Cause he's talking about, you know, $5 million business revenues and, and all these other, you know, situations as you're really growing and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, I'm not there yet. I'm just trying to get where I'm at right now in order. So Anyway, it's, it's a good book to have in your library and, and uh, after you listen to it once, you know, to go back and and have it as a reference as as you grow your business to do things um the right way. But I was going to mention I have audiobooks too. So Cut That Grass and Make That Cash is my first ever audiobook about the story of how I started my business in a 1997 Honda Accord and I grew that business. So that was my first book I ever wrote. Then I wrote a second book kind of taking the things I was hearing on my podcast, um, because the same guys were saying the same principles. And so I shared those key principles in a book called Best Business Practices for Landscapers. In a recent book that I just released, it's called 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency, just like Greg talked about, and make more money in lawn care. And so All three of those are available as audiobooks as well. So Mr. Producer will put the links to my audiobooks in today's show notes. And for those of you who have Audible, you can just search for Greg Crabtree and get his book in Audible. And the other cool thing about the um, links that Mr. Producer put in today's show notes for my audiobooks is when you get my audiobook. You get the first month of your Audible subscription completely free. So basically, you get to listen to my book for free. They'll give you a, a free credit. So um, if you guys don't have an Audible membership, I you know highly recommend that you basically get one credit a month, and then you can listen to one book a month. Now, I'm a bookworm. I I can't survive off one book a month. Like I said, I, you know I've listened to four in the last month. So I went ahead and bought like twelve credits at a discount. So you know I'm I, I binge you know um, audio book it up, but. Um, If you've never been in the audiobook ecosystem before, just start with uh, clicking on um, one of my books so you get it for free. And then, you know, you just get one credit a month with Audible, and then you can pick your audiobook and, uh, you know, be learning and growing. So uh, we'll call it an episode right there. Thanks for listening, guys. Smash that follow button, and we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green History Podcast.